248-539-9797. Ladies and gentlemen, Green Day is coming to the Copa. Uh, you can win a pair of tickets to see Green Day. It's the Saviors Tour with special guests, the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas at Comerica Park on September 4th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, courtesy of the wonderful folks over at Live Nation. Be the third caller when you hear the Korean call of McCall Hardman's Super Bowl winning touchdown. <laughs> That's a great one. You, I love uh, those foreign ones. You can uh, win the tickets to go see Green Day, who I would love to see perform at halftime of a Super Bowl. Not sure. taking anything like I Usher, I, like we said yesterday. It was fine. A good, a good performance. I just need to see something. I need to see a little more rock and roll next time. That's all. It's gone through its, you know. Cycle. Yes. It's time to get back to hard rock. or hard. Rock. I want Metallica. That would be. I would settle for Pearl really cool. Jam. Pearl Jam would be awesome. Metallica would be, I mean. And, and if they announce Metallica is next year's halftime show in New Orleans. I mean, th- then then the the stars the, the NFL is telling you the script is that Dan Campbell will be coaching <laughs> in the Super Bowl against oh. against uh, Denver and Sean Payton. Well, uh, yes, this would this would be correct. Is the script a lie? The script is. is oh, oh, come on! I mean, it depends who you ask. The script is is the script may be the dumbest conversation that I have ever heard anybody say in regards to the NFL season being scripted. Of course, as a former player, you deny that because you've been a part of the script. I'm oh, just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss me. I'm, I'm running because you yeah. might punch no, me. No, the, the the dumber thing is the um, or, or that the, the script was going on and I was totally oblivious to it. We can't let Jansen in the club. There's no way he would ever go by the script. Yeah, well, the dumber thing is that the the, the whole Taylor Swift thing is just a you know it's it's a, a marketing ru- it, it's a ruse. Yeah. Uh, it's a political deal and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but did you see real. Goodell talking to her before the game? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, allegedly, she was pissed because she had to pay all that money for a suite. Ooh, that has nothing to do. That's a, that's not on the script. That, that's not political. Oh, was she upset that she had to pay for a suite? Suppose so. Who knows? Like, who the hell knows? Who the hell cares? Yeah. You know? I know. But that, that whenever anybody talks about whether it's the Super Bowl logo and the colors that are in it, I thought it was hilarious yeah. when they did the, the, the commercial at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. uh, and the script and all that stuff because that might be the most absurd thing that anybody can say mm-hmm. is that, they, that, that live sports – is scripted in such a way that the outcome is predetermined. I know. Well, I used to have this, back in the old place, I used to have this hypothetical debate with Caputo, uh, that, I, and I don't believe it, but I used to say, how would, this is before gambling was legal. Right. I said, how do we know that these games aren't fixed? How do we know? And, well, it couldn't be. It couldn't. No, we don't know. No, we don't. 99% chance, probably 9.99, everything is legit, but we really don't know. And I'm not saying everybody would be in on it, but all you need is one referee, and we saw that in the NBA. Yeah, we saw that in the NBA. Sure, it's possible that it could infiltrate. Yeah. But it, to, to think that the league itself, the powers that be in the league, have predetermined the outcome uh, are, are we saying that they predetermined the outcome of every game, therefore the outcome of who's even in the playoffs, where they're going to be, and the yes. fact that the, the championship game is so scripted that they already know who the championship 
who's going to be the champions. And the league realized there was going to be this uh, love affair going on between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So they timed her uh, foreign part of her tour that in a miraculous way, she could actually, there'd be enough time in between for her to get from Tokyo to Las Vegas in time to see the game, still party with her boyfriend after the game and then fly to Melbourne, Australia for her next concert. That yeah. was all that was all I, Goodell. I think it is so Was much- she really there or was it just on TV? I don't know. Was that a hologram? It could have been. Is she even real? Heather, did, did it look real to you? It looked pretty real. Maybe it was a body double. Ooh. Oh, could be. Mm-hmm. And maybe she was with him at the after parties where, you know. Maybe it was Travis. Well, maybe it wasn't even Travis Kelsey. He was a body true. double. And she he yes. was actually already in Melbourne yes. for her next show. Right. Watching himself win another Super Bowl. Yeah. Why there, not? There was some other tight end it's involved. So stupid. It was TJ Hawkinson dressed up as uh, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> yes. who really wasn't hurt. Who really was. Yeah. Didn't, didn't have the ACL. Yeah. I think uh, it is so much more likely that you have watched a fixed sporting event than you've watched a scripted sporting event. And it's not even close. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Sports aren't scripted unless you consider wrestling a a sport, okay? It is knowingly fake. These games are not, there's not some crew of people putting everything together. But But I I will bet, I, I guarantee you, you've watched a fixed sporting event. No doubt. There's absolutely. I'm sure I watched the game. Well, I don't know if it was fixed as far as the outcome, not just the the, the no. point totals, but I've watched NBA games where Tim Donahue officiated. So I, yes, I, and have. I don't even know if he. And if you would really look back, was he? Was it really fixed? No, it was. I, w- I the said, over uh, the point totals. The I point totals were. You've watched a game in some sport where a couple players have uniformly tried to lose the game. Maybe. Probably, yeah. Probably, I mean, point has. shaving has happened. It's, yeah. Oh yes, it's the, been, one of the worst things that can happen in sports. I don't know yeah. college college I, athletics that happened. I mean, quite a now, few times. Tulane, like the proliferation North, of Northwestern basketball, Boston College, could go on and on. Yes, it's been going on for a, a long, long time. You know, that's unfortunately that's the way it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not the original sin, but it's probably pretty close to it. You know, in terms of of. The greed and people wanting to make money and know that they're going to make money by influencing the outcome of a sporting uh, game. I mean, there used to be, it's, I mean, I'm not going to mention the person's name, but I know who it is. Back in the days when the Pistons played at the Silverdome, there were over-under totals, and the person who I know operated either the game clock or the, or the shot clock. And when certain teams had the ball, he would start the clock like a half a second you know, later than he should, and all that time adds up over the course of a game, and the over hits. And this is one of the biggest reasons why I actually think officials should be full-time. It is, because you are... There's too much exposure if you're not. and, And that's the one thing that has always amazed me about the NFL, is they try and remove all variables. And if if you have NFL officials that this isn't their full-time job if they are and I don't I don't they don't have to be you know state secrets as to you know or have secret service but if they're in another business and gambling wants to get to an official they could get to officials it's one of the brilliant things they do with the clock in the NFL what you just talked about Stoney it's easily to be manipulated if you want to yeah and affect how quickly a game can go by simply 
chopping off a half second here and there. Yeah. It matters, okay? Yeah. But the NFL goes back, and you sometimes watch these silly delays, and you're frustrated that the game's not moving, and then they'll say, let's readjust the clock to this. Right. That is why they're doing it. 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. Uh, let's say hello to uh, is this Ernest. What's up, Ernest? Or is this Nate? I'm sorry. What's up, Nate? Hey, how you doing? How y'all fellas doing? Good. Good. Uh, y'all talking about the NFL. Now, I've been I've been watching the NFL since 74, 1974, because I'm a Cowboys fan. But I haven't heard Thoughts and prayers. NFL players. Uh, the guy from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that won, he did a radio show and said that uh, the safety from Tampa Bay, he said that uh, NFL Super Bowls are they're predetermined. Um, okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. Do you have a name? Do you have a uh, quote? Uh, the guy, the safety, the safety that that got the interception for a touchdown in the Tampa Bay. I think it was Tampa Bay and um, against Peyton Matt. No, um, I forget that Super Bowl. The Super Bowl against the Raiders uh, was Dexter yeah. Jackson. Well, Larry Johnson said it too. Larry Johnson from the from the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh wow! Oh. Uh, Larry Johnson, uh, with all due respect, has some uh, mental problems. Yeah. Tim Brown, what Tim Brown and Jerry Rice did an interview, uh, but the guy from the Tampa Bay that won the Super Bowl, he got two interceptions that game. Yeah, he said, I forget his name. Dexter Jackson. This is, the question I have. this is the question I have for y'all fellas. I'm going to get off the phone. That Super Bowl with Atlanta and New, New, England? Um, New England. New England. You got four minutes left in the game, and Atlanta is up 28 to 20, and they on New England's 20 yard line. They averaging five plus yards a carry. And you don't run the ball, kick the extra point. I mean, kick the field goal, go up by 11. But instead, you pass the ball, get strip sacked, and New England come. You're not trying to win that game. It just looks like you're not trying to win. Well, that's one of Kyle Shanahan's biggest uh, blemishes. There's no chance. Yeah. And then it went on. Guys, to to play to a script. And then part that's of the so script stupid. was, you know, that the, the NFL has this technology inside the ball and that the ball stayed off the ground so that Julian Edelman could catch it. They could it hover. Just hovered. Hey, make it float now. He's not going to catch it. It's, it's we're going off script. Yes. Uh huh. I mean, yes. well, that became uh, a part of the NFL because of the immaculate reception. David Tyree's glue. Oh, the glue. Yeah, yes. the the, the double sided tape that was glued to the top of his his helmet, so right. he could catch it. And in it. that yeah. same game, Asante Samuel Senior was paid a billion a million dollars to drop the interception that right. led yes. to the. the, the yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Ernest and Frazier, you're 97 on the ticket. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. My only thing, you know, I'm, I'm curious as to why the NFL is labeled as entertainment, whereas the only other sport that's labeled as entertainment is the WWE. So I'm not saying that it's scripted. I, I don't know for sure. But when you go back and watch and just, you know, on a third down call where – you get a defensive holding or something like that to extend the drive. That's where the the plays are scripted, not necessarily. Oh, this person dropped the ball intentionally, or this person ran out of bounds. By by the way, by the way, do you wear a tinfoil hat when you when you get up in the morning? You know what, John? Sometimes I do. (laughs) (laughs) Good good answer, Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate you guys taking my call. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And the other thing, all sports 
professional sports are, yes, under the genre of entertainment. Correct. Yes. Because that's what it is. Yes. We are entertained. We're not, it's not it fixed. It's not scripted. 97 won the ticket. <laughs> well, Roger, is that the name of the station? Okay, thank you, yes. Roger. Hey, football season. Football season, unfortunately, is over. Now it's, hey, pitchers and catchers, the, the Tigers report tomorrow. It's baseball season, basketball season. Nobody really cares here. Uh, and hockey season. So why not dive into the best pool in history at Let's Stadium Swim, located. Line. Forget the Riddick and Trubisky. Your, your mic is on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Catch all the biggest that games at a view. That was scripted, yes. Catch all the biggest games at a viewing experience built for sports fans. Chill in one of the six pools on three different levels for a perfect view of the massive 40-foot-tall high-definition screen at Stadium Swim. It's America's favorite place to watch all sports. You got swim-up bars, Insta-ready selfie walls, and one non-stop party going on every single game day. Score your perfect game day spot with cozy day beds, private cabanas, or grab a lounge at the center of the action. Reserve your spot today. It's 365 days of sports pool side. Do you need any milk to come home, honey? <laughs> Located at Circuit Resort and Casino uh, in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Don't forget the undies. Stadium swim, all sports, all seasons. Book your spot today at CircuitLasVegas.com. Tonight, right here on 97 on the ticket, the uh, Red Wings uh, begin their uh, Western Canada road trip. Uh, they take on the Edmonton Oilers tonight, like I said, at 9 o'clock. Uh, on our brother station, WWJ, we got a basketball doubleheader. Uh, the beleaguered Michigan Wolverines taking on the Fighting Illini in Champaign. And then after that game, it is the uh, beleaguered, but they have a pulse lately, <laughs> Detroit Pistons. Uh, taking on the Lakers in Los Angeles. That game starts, like I said, right after the uh, mm-hmm. Michigan-Illinois game. And by the way, happy birthday, Jaden Ivey. Oh, good for him. Yes, indeed. All right. Um, this football offseason, we're going to hear lots of names, lots of rumors, innuendos. People are going to speculate, and we'll be right there with you, you know, saying, you know, so-and-so website says the Lions are going to get this free agent or this guy's yep. going to sign with this team, whatever, the mock drafts. This is when it really heats up, and usually for Lion fans, it takes place a lot earlier. But... We're usually a month into it. Yes, exactly. Um, but there was a name that was uh, released yesterday or the day before, uh, somebody who definitely would fit a need for the Lions who has been given permission to seek a trade and that's uh, Son Reddick of the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, edge rusher, mm-hmm. really good, plays with a great motor, supposedly a great teammate. Anyway, uh, but you'd have to trade to get him. He's got, I believe, two more years left on his deal. And uh, would you give up, let's say, a second-round pick? Now, this isn't a second-round pick like any other year because the second-round pick would be pick 58, I guess, or 60, I think. Something like that. Right around there. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the, uh, a late second. A late round. second. Yes. Um, now, the Lions have two third-round picks. Yeah. So. Would, I, I would probably go with whatever their first-round pick is. I don't know how high that is. 
The first round or the third? No, no, sorry. Their the third, first their of the first third. Of the third round The picks, one yes. they got from Minnesota for the in the Hawkinson trade. Yeah. So what, whichever one that is, it's probably mid-third. Right. Um, that is about what I would be willing to give up. Yeah, And it's it would affect the cap because he makes a decent amount of change. But he's somebody the Lions He's not breaking the bank. No, but yeah. Uh, the other name that came out yesterday, and this is not somebody who I said, oh, my, the Lions have to have. Or he's a really good player because he's really not that good. It's more of an insurance to the insurance. Uh, and that's Mitch Trubisky. And you might say, there's Stoney. Mitch Trubisky, he blows. Okay, he's not going to be your starting quarterback. Uh, and you say, hey, you know, Stoney, Jansen, what about Hendon Hooker? Well, give Hendon Hooker some competition for the backup role. That's what I'm saying. Hendon Hooker still has not played in a preseason game. So if you have somebody, let's say for whatever reason, the Hendon Hooker deal does not look like this guy's an NFL player, and I God, I hope he is an NFL player. This gives you another, you know, safety net really because Hendon Hooker's making like no money. So whatever you're gonna have to pay Trubisky, which won't be a lot now, after how many teams is this for? Would would it be for him his fourth team? I think. Yeah. Right? Chicago, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and now whoever's whoever he, next. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I I think that would that would be smart actually. Um, I, I think you, certainly you explore the option, and and it all comes down to what's it going to cost you, and what the type of value do, does he bring to the team, and is it is the same as Teddy Bridgewater? Like, it's about the same. You you hope that you don't want to see him. Yes. Is Ted, was Teddy Bridgewater a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky? I think you're you're splitting hairs, right? What Teddy Bridgewater brought was like leadership to that room, and he's still going to be doing that uh, with Hendon Hooker, actually, right? Um, and so then, it, then it is you know, are you are are you somehow limiting the growth of Hendon Hooker? And then I would say no, no. Um, you know, and and are those resources that you could better use elsewhere if you believe that Hendon Hooker is your number two, that he could come in and get you out of a game. Right. Then you don't do it. Then you don't do it. Right. All right. It's time for news, and here's Heather. All right. I'm going to start with some post-Super Bowl little tidbits, some facts for you. So Super Bowl 58 averaged 123.4 million viewers, making it the most watched Super Bowl Ever, wow. which is absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. How could that happen? Taylor Swift is ruining football. She's ruining it. How dare she I know. even go it's to support more her more popular. Oh, it's it. pretty cool, though. Pretty pretty awesome. Um, Drake, you might have heard, made this massive bet on the Chiefs to win. He walked away with a payout of $2.346 million. And I don't know if this actually happened, but he claimed he was going to make a fan super blessed at his show in St. Louis on Monday night and give away this money that he won, which is incredible. Usher, we all know he had a great halftime show. He also got married just moments or hours maybe after he performed at the Super Bowl. So congrats to him. And then also trending, uh, people are trashing Alyssa Milano for posting a picture of herself and her son there at the Super Bowl. They're mad that she spent money. Uh, We don't know if she actually did. We don't know how she got the tickets, but they're mad that she spent money to go to the Super Bowl after she posted this big GoFundMe link to raise money for her son's baseball team. So there are some uh, little trending facts does, does about the, the Super Bowl. Does the Drake winning bet, does that erase the Drake curse or just put a blem or just temporarily? Well, you know what? There's other things I can't off the top of my head recall, but there's another. He placed another bet 
in another sporting event and he, that one too. So oh. I feel like he's been kind of like erasing that curse slowly. I mean, the 19 mm-hmm. Raptors. That's okay. You're right. But but everybody's been talking about that. Or lately, uh, he's had some other ones that have been mm-hmm. bad. But he yeah. has. Okay. So I think, I think maybe that's going away. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's going to be good luck instead of being a curse. Um, hey, here in Michigan, several new laws that were passed last year will soon take effect this year. Um, three new laws regulating firearm storage and access here in Michigan will go into effect actually today. So starting today, firearm owners will be required to keep any unattended weapons unloaded and locked or stored away in a gun safe if a child is in the home. And if you fail to do that, um, that could result in charges and a fine. And that's going to depend on the outcome if a child does get possession of that firearm or not. The two other laws going into effect today include expanding universal background checks on all firearm purchases, as well as authorizing a judge to order law enforcement to confiscate someone's gun if they're deemed a risk to themselves or other others. And then there's multiple other bills going into effect as well. They're related to minimum wage, LGBTQ plus protections, the right to work policy, and a lot more. So you can check those out um, to be sure of what's changing. Um, It has been one year since the shooting at Michigan State. And to mark this anniversary, there's no classes today taking place. Instead, it's going to be a day of reflection, of remembrance that's going to be held. Five reflective spaces on campus will be open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's going to be a community remembrance event as well held near the Spartan statue. That's from 7.30 to 9.30. And I'm sure a lot of other events are taking place on campus today as well. A 72-year-old Canton man is thankfully not injured after the plane that he was flying crashed in Livingston County on Monday afternoon. This man's small plane was coming in for a landing, and then a gust of wind also decided to come in at the very same time, and it kind of, his plane rolled left, cartwheeled into the trees, and that's what you see this photo of. It's just suspended in the trees. He was able to make it to the ground safely uninjured, which is the good news. Uh, If you're a fan of American Idol, big changes are on the way. Oh, boy. Katy Perry just announced that she is leaving Idol after seven seasons. Mm. So she actually appeared appeared on Jimmy Kimmel last night, made the big announcement. She confirmed the news on her Instagram as well. No word yet on who might be replacing her. But this will be her last season. That is big news, yeah. It's funny. Do you guys ever watch it anymore? Nope. Me neither. Uh, Nope. It's on in the house sometimes. My yeah, wife and daughter, I think they like AGT and the voice a little better. I do too. I just feel like American Idol has aged a little bit more, but there are some big fans of Idol um, out there. So some big news for sure. Finally, Valentine's Day is tomorrow and there's a new survey that shows people plan to spend, get this, $25.8 billion on the holiday this year. And consumers are going to spend on average $185.81 each. And they're not just buying gifts for their significant other. They're buying gifts for their children, for their pets, for their coworkers, guys. So um, pets? I like candy. Swedish fish would be good. Okay. Skip the flowers when you come to work tomorrow. I okay. don't need those, All but right. I'll take some candy. <laughs> and um, How about some leftover punchkis? No, I don't want those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want those. Happy to leave one in, in, in your desk. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. really into Valentine's Day. I like getting a card. I'll take a card with a little personalized note and maybe a bag of Swedish fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a happy girl with that. Card and flowers is usually yep. does the trick. Yep. But the price of uh, everything goes up on, on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, sure anyway. it does. Yeah. Like anything else. 
Mm-hmm. It's called gouging. <laughs> Thank you very much, Heather. Our telephone number, 248-539-9797. Seriously. Coming up next, does the NFC run through Detroit next year? 97 won the ticket. Well, I've got big news from Dr. Berkowitz at Michigan Hair Restoration. Aesthetic Everything just named him the top hair restoration restoration surgeon in the Midwest and one of the top aesthetic doctors in America. So congrats to him. And guys, how incredible is it that Dr. B is right here in Metro Detroit, making it easy to restore your hair by the very best. So if you've been thinking about going to see him, get in now and look younger and feel more confident with a thicker head of hair by summer. Also, the sooner you go see him, the more options you have. Dr. B does so much more than just hair transplants. He has the most up-to-date, well-researched medical therapies and natural pathways to stop your hair loss and improve thickness. With treatment plans that fit almost every budget, Dr. B takes the time to create a custom plan just for you, and he guarantees all of his treatments. So call Michigan Hair Restoration and speak to Maria. Make sure you mention 97.1, and you'll receive a complimentary natural hair remedy treatment at your consultation. And hey, that's a $1,000 value. So for more information and to schedule your consult with Dr. B, go to michiganhairrestoration.com. Thank you to uh, Korean Radio. Yeah. The main deal in Seoul. (laughs) (laughs) I always like hearing the the enthusiasm, uh, the excitement. Um, and just the the tone that they set on some of those foreign broadcasts. They're a lot of fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. Mc- I heard him say McCall Hardman, and I think I heard a little Patrick Mahomes there at the end. But other than that, your guess is, is as, good as good as ours. Yes. Damn right. Absolutely. All right, our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Uh, ESPN had its power rankings, and uh, the Lions' current power rankings – and the Lions right now are number four on the list. They start with uh, the Baltimore Ravens at number one, followed by the Kansas City Chiefs at number two, hmm. the San Francisco 49ers at three, the Detroit Lions at number four, Buffalo five, Miami six, Dallas seven, Philly eight, Houston nine, and Green Bay ten. There's your top ten. I think that's about right. It's about where they should be. Not going to put them at one or two. No. Um, and, I mean, it's not a shocker that all four teams that were in the AFC or NFC championship games are one through four. Right. I'd put them anywhere between four and six. You know, four is fine. Five. I mean, I, it's, you're basically arguing over, you know, nothing. You know, you sit there and say, well... Buffalo it may well, not be as good and okay I, I could you could argue Buffalo I can't I don't know that you can um, argue Miami probably not I just my thing Dallas when, I mean I okay I get Dallas the head to head but that was one where I mean the well, I Lions should have won Dallas is seven yeah, yeah. you're right the, the, the only reason I would I could see Miami and I wouldn't put them there but whatever I'm not going to argue that much about it is because. Miami's weakness towards, especially the end of the season, was their defense, and part of that was because that it would all the injuries that they had. They had tons of injuries uh, from from Phillips to I didn't did Ramsey get hurt for a while, and uh, he was hurt early. Uh, yeah, Van Ginkle got hurt. I mean, there were all, all, 
a lot of guys on that defense, they were just beat up at the end. Now, would they have beaten Kansas City or beaten another team anyway? Who knows? But that's the re- that's to me that was Miami's a bugaboo, so to speak. Well, that and you know playing teams above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, but part of that and, was and, and that was part, part of, of their track record. Well, that was before the guys got hurt. I know, but but the part the, the last part of the season, he just I, won't learn. No, you're being fooled by offensive. No, flat. I'm not yes, being. No, I'm talking about their defense. That they, they lost because of their defense sucked down the stretch. When Bradley Chubb when got they hurt, better teams down the stretch. When they when you lose Brad, how how good would the Lions' defense be if they lost Aiden Hutchinson? Pick your other best receiver and pick your best linebacker. That's all I'm saying. They got crippled by deep by defensive okay, injuries. What you're yep. also saying is that you'd put the the Miami Dolphins ahead of the Detroit Lions if they were healthy. I'd be, I'd be pretty close. I said I'd still put the Lions four, four or five. I said I'm not going to argue between four and six. But to sit there and say Miami wouldn't be in there, well, there are reasons why they lost those games. Okay, well, they beat the Chargers, the Patriots, the Broncos. Yeah. And he had three of those good teams. No. All right, they lost to the Bills. They beat the Giants and the Panthers. Either of those good teams. Uh, no. All right, they lost to the Eagles. They beat the Patriots again. Patriots a good team? Okay, besides the Chiefs. The Chiefs, they lost to. Right. They beat the Raiders, the Jets, the Commanders, the Jets, and at the end of the year, they beat the Cowboys. So they they won one quality game all year long. Okay, and I don't want to do this, but I I, I will for, for argument's sake. And that was because that part of that was because Dallas was on the road at that time. Could be probably. It absolutely could be. All right, off the top of my so besides the first game of the season. What good? What really good teams did the Lions beat? Why are you saying besides the first game of the season? Um, just because yep. they there's okay, so they beat the Lions Kansas won City. at Arrowhead. The Dolphins okay. lost to them on a neutral field. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Oh, keep, wait, keep, they keep, had... keep going. I mean, I'm just asking who, what good team did the Lions beat besides Kansas City? Green Bay. Green Bay. The Rams. Uh, when the Lions played Green, oh! uh, the regular season. When the Lions played Green Bay, were they any good? Was Jordan Love any good then? Serious. I mean, I'm asking a serious question here. Was he? Yes or no? It was in Green Bay. It was, was a good win, but they, yeah. they they were not a good team at the time. All right, the, but the ones I ripped off in regards to uh, Did the, the Lions Miami, have a tougher Miami, they schedule. Were, they were good yes. all year long. Yeah. Who, who was the Lions? I, the, the, I, the teams that I just talked about. Yeah. That Miami beat were right. they good all year long? No. Okay. All right. So when you, when you're looking at the teams that the Lions beat, uh, look at Tampa Bay. They they were at least a playoff team. True. All right. I mean, how many playoff teams did the did the did the Miami Dolphins beat? Probably one or two. Probably right. Yeah, the Dolph. I mean, the 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 Cowboys. Okay. Yeah. All right, and the the Lions ended up you know starting off the season by beating the defending world champs. If and you're again, asking the world me are the champs. Lions better than Miami? Yes, but I just said that I think they can be part of the conversation. I don't even know how we got down this road. Yeah, but. Because, because anytime Miami is brought up, it's like, oh, Mike McDaniel's a basically a doofus in their all offense. Is that um, at all tr- what I said? I didn't say you did. He's, he, Tom brings up the, the their offense. I'm blinded by yeah. the offense. No, I'm blinded by the fact of a team that's three of their four best defensive players Basically, were crippled the last four or five weeks of the yeah, season. Yeah, but the rest of their season, they were there and they still couldn't they, beat a good team. Okay, that's fine. I I, I get that, but so they're, they're, they they're were... in the conversation. That's all I'm saying. I didn't say they're better than the Lions, did I? 
No. I, I think you're using injury as an excuse for them to put them in your four to six category. Yeah. I, I don't I, think I don't after think we saw the playoffs, they belong in the Detroit Lions conversation. I'm sorry. I think you're being unfair to the Lions. No, I'm, I don't think we're, we're not going to use the playoffs. What? We're not going to use the playoff outcomes in no, terms of. We, we, we were talking about the regular season. We mentioned all the season schedule, the team they beat. No, we're talking about the power rankings going into right. the next okay. year. That's, well, the Lions are. It, I said the Lions are better than the Miami Dolphins. Okay, but I think the Lions, the Dolphins, can be in the conversation. And I, I'm saying the reason they're not is because of their injuries. Yes. If you want to call that as an excuse or a fact, that's fine too. I don't think they're in the conversation. Okay, that's fine. I, I think you're looking at the Houston Texans, the Green Bay Packers, the Cleveland Browns, the Rams. I would put all of these teams. And and if we're talking about injuries, how about if you get a healthy Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals? Probably. They could be, yeah. They could be, they could be yes. They, they could be better than the Dolphins. They could be better than the, the Lions if they had a healthy Joe Burrow. I don't know. So we're arguing about the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Where are we? <laughs> we're not. We're arguing that they shouldn't be in the conversation with right. the Detroit Lions. Okay. And you okay. keep putting them in the, in the same conversation. All right. More importantly, congratulations to John and Royal Oak. He's going to see Green Day <laughs> at Comerica Park. He heard the Korea, the team in Korea is better than the Dolphins, okay? <laughs> this for a chance to win a pair of tickets. Uh, he won a pair of tickets to see Green Day with uh, special guests, the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid and the Linda Lindas at Comerica Park, uh, September 4, 2024. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com, courtesy of Live Nation. Are you a closet dolphin fan? <laughs> yeah, no. Obviously he is. No. I, I think I would. Dolphins fan and Mike McDaniel fan. Wait a minute. It is his third residence down there, South Florida. Oh, that's right. So we got Ooh. Philly. Lion or Detroit? I'll, and, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: Philly one A, I might have got, Miami one B, Detroit I, I, I may two. Have, I may have been blind. I may have been blind. No, Detroit's one. I may have been blinded by. That's what he says. I, no, if, if I thought I said Philly, I would have. I made an argument for them, and I was down on them for a long time. Last six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I called it early <laughs> that they were playing like crap and still winning games. Um, I think I was. I'm blinded a little bit by hard knocks. I, I Miami one? Yeah. The in-season one? Mm-hmm. That I can be accused of. Okay. Right. We'll accuse you of that. Thank you. 97 <laughs> one <laughs> Legitimately. Hey, your New Year's resolution is to lose weight, and you get there faster than you think with Ideal You. Go to idealu.us now, and you could lose 20 pounds in just 30 days. Whether your resolution is to lose 10 pounds or 100 pounds or anywhere in between, Ideal You works, and it works fast. And there's no better day to call than on Fat Tuesday. I lost 10 pounds in the first 10 days, and I lost 60 pounds overall, and I got to eat real whole food. It's That wasn't shakes and in bars, and I, I'm more than two years into it, and I've been able to keep it off. Plus, you're going to get a weight loss coach that works with you every single step of the way. Your coach is going to help you lose weight, and they're going to help you keep it off. Go to IdealU.us now. And sign up for a free body composition analysis. That's $150 value free. And here's what you're going to get. You're going to find out your visceral fat percentage, water weight percentage, bone mass, muscle mass, a whole lot of numbers. And your weight loss coach is going to help you decipher that. But the best of all is you're going to find out how easy it is to lose weight 
and lose weight fast. Picture yourself 20 or 30 pounds lighter in just 30 days. Now is the time to make it happen. Go to idealu.us now. That's idealu.us. Oh, yeah, my favorite TV pet is Flipper. All right, our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Is this the Flipper song? No, Flipper is the the dolphin. The TV show Flipper was a dolphin. I was making fun of myself for my dolphin take. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I, yeah, it took me. I'm glad you explained the yes. joke to me. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get that. Part. You don't want me to sing the, the theme song from Flipper either. I didn't even know there was one that one that, that famous. When was that show? Yeah, too long ago. Too long ago. Black and white. No, uh, you know what? I, th- I think it was actually. In Flipper black was and, a no, movie. Color. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, well yeah. I think it became a movie. I think I, I don't remember. remember Flipper with my kids. Uh, Are you googling? I, it? I know nothing of uh-huh. either. There's nothing on the internet about it. That's oh, 1996. There was a movie called Flipper. Yeah, there you have with it. Paul Hogan. Yes. I was single. And at Elijah that time. Wood. Yes. yes. What, uh, what the hell's a flipper? With, yeah. with Paul Hogan. Wow. Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. The uh, uh, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Really? By the way, I got to want to get this right, John. Um, oh. I put this in my a prep, but we're not. I don't think we're going to get to it. So um, I'm going to mention it by name. I went to the uh, Saturday night. I went to a bar restaurant by myself. Okay. And sat down and had dinner. Really good play place. Uh, and just had a conversation with the person next to me, just, you know, BSing around. And it turns out that he lived on your street. On growing, my street. Growing up on Shenandoah. I didn't live on Shenandoah. Or right around there. Okay. He say, according to him. Yeah. Matt Fisher's older brother is who he was. Oh, okay. And he said, Matt used to play baseball with you all the time. And, yeah. Uh, Matt was actually one year older than right, me. Right. Yeah. He said either he lived or you lived. I don't remember because I tried to take down notes uh, <laughs> between the Grady's and the Downs's. You know who they were? Um, I don't remember the Grady's. I apologize. But um, <laughs> uh, the Shenandoah Court was, Shenandoah was the, the street that was behind us. Okay. Maybe he, that's where uh, he lived. Yes, uh, we were on. Uh, we grew up on West Elmwood. Yes, he said his brother um, used to play baseball with you all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. 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 Pitcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he says hello. Said, oh, okay. Hey, hey John. Because he, he hey, said Matt's older brother. Hi. Because he said he's from Clawson. I said, oh, the guy I worked with on the radio, John Jansen, former Michigan player. He, he's oh yeah, we were neighbors, and he started doing this whole thing. Maybe he was just BSing. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I remember. I remember Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember his older brother, but. He, he said when he was a kid, he was always, you know, who are you? And, and, and he had this big handshake. Even like as a 10-year-old, he go, I'm John. John Jensen. <laughs> it's got to learn somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He had a nickname. There was a nickname, Higgs or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. He had one? Or, yeah. He'd hear his brother or something. Anyway. Yeah. But I he, don't know. He, he says hello. Yeah, I, I like doing yeah, that, hi. though. Going to, you know. Random rest- places by yourself? Yeah. Sitting at the bar, having a good meal. You never know who you're going to run into. And it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, it can be. Um, My wife was out of town. so yeah, I, Yes. To me, that is something that. I think it's older men would do and, and enjoy it. <laughs> I did it when I was a lot younger than I am now, too. Uh, old souls. Okay. Um, yeah. If I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna go to a bar by myself and sit down and have a steak, I'm, 
I think most dudes would probably throw that on their own grill and stay at home. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I've gone Married to like dudes. I'm not talking about single dudes that no, are you know, looking for some action. No, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for some action. <laughs> I know you weren't. Right, right. But I've, but I've like well, when in the summers when when Cindy used to you know be on the horse you know tour <laughs> <laughs> or the horse tour with Jesse, uh, I'd go to like you know. Some <laughs> Capitol Grill or, you know, the place in... Uh, You're just looking for a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting down having a good meal, you know? There's nothing... I like to go to places like that with other people. Why wouldn't you like to go there with those places by yourself? Do you sit I, at the just, bar? Yes. Yeah, so I've, seen, I've seen people, yeah. and, 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 okay. men that do that more than right. women. And, oh, and generally, how old are they? 50 plus. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I, I'm not out of line by saying it's no, older dudes. I know. I didn't say you're out of line. I said, but I was. I lunch I used right. to do is a young, much younger person. Mm-hmm. Yes, old soul. Yes, exactly. There's nothing wrong with being an old soul. No, there's not anything wrong with that. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I don't know. I can't remember the last. There's nothing wrong with going to a an establishment by yourself. Yes. Um. I just don't know you that guys I are would. So My goodness, it's incredible. Well, I'm, I'm laughing at Tom. I'm not. No, no, don't put the blame on him. Don't put the blame on him. I had nothing to say about with. Is any riding laughing with me? Yes, yes. When the Cindy's horse. out riding the horse. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but that only that you guys you're would alone. Take, yeah. Oh, like we haven't taken dinner. lesser things, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, it's not like it's a stretch. <laughs> Oh, I have three more sleeps, as you like to say. <laughs> yes, you do. No, you have three more wake-ups. That's true. Yes, because then after that, you won't have to wake up so damn early. That, 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 is, that is correct. But I give you credit. You're now like, getting up even earlier and working out before the show. You're crazy. Um, well, if I don't, then I just I, I run out of time during the rest of the day. And How long do I you only work get out up, for? I only get up a half an hour, really 15 minutes earlier. I just don't spend so as much time. workout. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there. I, I show up at the gym at about ten to four. I'm on the floor at, at four, and I'm done at four forty-five. So it's a forty-five minute deal. Good for you. Yeah. That's an, that's awesome. If, if I, if I, but if I don't, I don't have time the rest of the day. I get so that. instead of getting up at three thirty, I get up at three fifteen. Oh gosh. Nope. Would it be nope. any better if you just worked out here before? No. Okay. No, there's not, not as much equipment. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no dumbbells. Until <laughs> I show up. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Then I throw you around for the rest of the morning. Yes, exactly. 